Going Greyhounds for your daily update of the latest news and tips. It is time to talk some Greyhound Racing with Mick Cowley from Greyhound Race New South Wales. Morning, mate. Good morning, Dave. Mate, lovely to see you at Wendy Park last Saturday night. It was a cracking night, wasn't it? it? It certainly was, and just love how on those bigger nights we get that good crowd in, and it just echoes up and hits the top of that grandstand, and the roar, obviously, for Tommy Shelby. In fact, I think the bigger roar was for Stanley Road, naturally, of course. Um, right. But... I think every man and their dog was on Stanley Road and uh, they got the chocolates. No, you're, you're absolutely right. It's a funny sort of uh, amphitheatre at Wentworth Park, isn't it? You know, there, there may not look to be that many people there, but that roar yeah, for Tommy Shelby when he, he swung for home in front and kicked away, that was just unbelievable. And, and similar, like you said, when Stanley Road looked like it had no hope but, uh, but charged home to win the Association Cup. It was a fantastic night of racing and, and there was a stack of highlights all round. It certainly was. Uh, with the uh, talking to Tony Mestroff on the night as well, and we'll talk about Tony as well a little bit later in regards to that Richmond straight track where we saw that press conference. But Tony very keen that they can have a really big uh, tab million dollar chase there, and that crowd can be, you know, in excess of that eight to ten thousand. Mate, you'd have to hope so, I think. I think, yeah, there's a real confidence in greyhound racing at the moment. Yeah, people want to get involved, yeah, be it through ownership, through punting. Yeah, our wagering figures are well and truly through the roof. We're going to, we're going to top $2 billion in turnover this uh, this financial year, which is just unheard of. It's just remarkable. It's great for the sport and people want to come out and watch. That's yeah, even better. Yeah, if we get very relaxed and casual where we can sit on the couch and you know, drink our, our cheap alcohol and watch on TV or watch mm. in our apps or whatever. And it's not the same unless you're there on, on those big nights and big days such as you know, championships obviously last week and this week and similar with Easter eggs and million dollar chases. It, it, well, you could just imagine what that place would be like having uh, seven, 8,000 jammed into that grandstand oh. on million dollar chase night. It'd be fantastic. And and I like the ideas of the uh, GBA uh, GBATA and obviously what Noise is doing and you guys are doing just with that um, you know the bit of bit of a DJ around. Um, there was a, the Espresso Martini bar set up as well. So I mean it's catering all types, uh, and I think it's just a great night out. And then the best thing is that we were in the city, so uh, I was pretty. Um, had a bit of a headache on Sunday, but um, the Ramwick into Wenny Park into a night out. But no, it was it was still fantastic, and uh, looking forward to that tab million dollar chase. With the the what happened on the track on Saturday, was there any big news to come out of the meeting? But there was well subsequently been some news which uh, which I'll touch on in a sec. But yeah, I, I guess in terms of yeah performances and so forth, as you said, Stanley Road was just phenomenal. He, he's proven that he really is the country's leading stayer at the present time. Um, and and of course, Tommy Shelby was fantastic, winning that million dollar uh, the. Uh, Becoming a millionaire by winning the Golden Easter Egg, you know, just uh, I think he's up to number seven in the the highest earners in greyhound racing history now, which is phenomenal. And as a few people said, yeah, it's not just been a case of winning a million dollar race to get him to become a millionaire. He's won quite a few features, three Group Ones, and and the dog that's uh, known as the People's Dog. Uh, there was a lot of a lot of cheering, not because he was one of the favourites of the event. People just actually do love him. In terms of a bit of news, you may have seen or you would have seen watching the uh, the Golden Easter. Easter egg. Uh, wow got into second place behind Tommy Shelby around that first turn. Then as they headed up the back, Wow really raced wide on the track uh, and then cut back to the fence to, to be alongside Tommy Shelby. And a few people did think that he might get Tommy Shelby. But then swinging for home, he, uh, he headed out to the middle of the track again. And 
Well, I was supposed to be competing in the Maitland Cup heats tonight, but unfortunately, uh, he's had to be scratched from those Cup heats. Um, I spoke to his his trainer, um, Danielle uh, Maddock, this morning, and Daniel actually said that they they took him to to get him checked yesterday afternoon. They they found that he's got a small injury to the right front sesamoid tendon, uh, and they were advised not to run well at Maitland because any further damage could result in dislocating a toe. But but they're thinking that perhaps that might have been the reason that he was feeling that on Saturday night, and that's why he's run a bit wide up the back and a bit wide down the home straight. So, yeah may have been very unlucky. Uh, look, it's hard to run down a dog that's running 29-27. It's, it's near impossible. But how uh, Wow got within a length and a half, and if he's done it uh, with a bit of a toe injury, it makes it even more phenomenal. Yeah, that is uh, that is extraordinary. Mate, um, what about that uh, Maitland? Um, there's a big, big meeting up there tonight, isn't there? There is indeed, yes. Yeah. So the, uh, the Maitland Cup heats are on tonight. That $40,000 final Group 2 race will be held next Thursday night. Five heats tonight, and, and whilst we uh, we will certainly miss Wow, there's a stack of good dogs that are racing. Yeah, Zulu Warlord, who narrowly missed the final of the Golden Easter Egg and, and finished third in the Ambrosoli, the Consolation, last week. And Sipping Curios, uh, John Findog, who made it into the final, had didn't have a lot of luck in the final, but was a finalist of the Golden Easter Egg last Saturday night. He's also going around. He's in the final heat race 12 tonight. Up against a dog called Fernando Hunter, who you would uh, certainly know about, Dave. It's owned by Brenton Avdala. And um, spoke to Daryl Thomas, who trains that dog. And, and look, he said, yeah, the dog's only had six starts. Five of those have been wins. So this is obviously a big step up to be racing against a, a golden Easter egg finalist. Uh, but the dog's got a stack of potential. He's just been slowly away its last few starts. Uh, and that's a cause for concern. You can't give a dog like Zipping Curios a bit of head start and, uh, and expect to, to run it down. But uh, Daryl did also mention that he uh, he had he caught up with Brenton for dinner uh, a little while back and Brenton said all the jockeys are pestering him to try and get uh, his trainer, Daryl, to, to find them a greyhound to race. So everyone, uh, everyone in the thoroughbred industry, all the jockeys and trainers and so forth, are very keen to get involved in greyhound racing and that's fantastic news for us. Well, it's, it's timely. Um, Daryl's missed the boat there. We've got a, uh, a syndicate. <laughs> You with uh, formed uh, with Jack Smith, and we've got a feral Frankie pup. So bring it on! You might, you might have seen that on the the socials earlier this week. We've got Andrew Atkins, Tommy Berry, Liam McGorian, Rory Hutchings, Luke Marlow, Timmy Newbold's in that syndicate. Jared uh, Daffy. Uh, who else have we got? Uh, a few big business people as well. So mate, it's, a big t- it's a big team, mate. Very big team. We're looking forward to it. Uh, it was a nice little pup that uh, that Jack's found, and um, by uh, by Feral Frankie out of the uh, the bitch uh, little Nanga. So um, yeah, we're excited, mate. Mate, it sounds very promising. Is it uh, we far away from racing, or just uh, just growing at this stage? Just still growing. So looking uh, beautiful and adorable in all the photos. But we don't uh, we don't know yet. We just got to pray. Just got to pray oh. that can can go very fast, just like some of our owners. Have you uh, have you been onto the the tab to get a long range like twenty twenty four golden Easter egg market or anything no. like that yet? No, just just hoping to to knock off a maiden at Bathurst to be honest with you, or Dubbo <laughs> or or Gunnedah or somewhere, mate. <laughs> hey, look, as uh, as you 
you have found and, and all the guys involved in this dog will find it. It's just great to be involved, you know, to whether it is a, a maiden at Bathurst or a, or a free for all at Wentworth Park. It's just it's just great atmosphere at the track when you're an owner of a dog and it uh, it gets the cash. It's yeah, regardless of whether you've got five to one or five to four, uh, it's just a exactly good experience right. and you feel like you've won a Group One. It's 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 really we should get more and more people involved and it's uh, I was very pleased to hear that uh, that Jack had got you a dog and that you guys were getting involved and hey, I'm sure you'll uh, you'll you'll plot and uh, and plan every every race start it'll have with the trainer and he'll be sick of you by the time uh, it does get to the yeah, track. I'm sure he will be. Mate, speaking of um, tracks and opportunities, I mean, this straight track at Richmond, we saw the announcement on Tuesday, all open and uh, looks fantastic. Mate, it really does. It, uh, yeah, to get out there on Tuesday, the, the minister, Kevin Anderson, was there. The local member, Robin Preston, was there. Uh, of course, our CEO, Tony Mestrov, was there. It was a, it was a big occasion, and so it should be too. It's, uh, this will be the first ever TAB uh, racing straight track. Obviously, we had had tracks, straight tracks at Appen and Wyong, of course, but uh, they were non-tab. This will be big tab racing, and they have their very first meeting on the 24th of April, which will be a morning meeting on that Saturday morning. And we expect uh, good patronage out there for that day, with uh, a big family day plan, with you know kids come along, uh, you know maybe before Saturday sport and so forth. And uh, yeah, look, it's a great facility, uh, state of the art. Everything's modern, everything's new. Um, it, it should be a fantastic fantastic venue and we're not sure exactly how often they will race uh, obviously it's a grass track so a lot depends on the wear and tear of the grass but certainly in the early stages it'll be every week um, yeah, and it should be good to see it's, it's something a little bit different to see dogs racing up the straight and uh, I'm sure New South Wales Greyhound fans will jump on board and love it as well Alright, uh, away from the infrastructure and what's happening with Greyhound Race New South Wales um, what's this about Prince Philip you've got on your notes here, this is interesting Mate, it really is. It, uh, you know, you're obviously, as you just mentioned, you're an owner, and uh, we spoke about the jockeys that were owners of greyhounds, and and the late Prince Philip, the Duke of Edinburgh, he uh, he actually uh, was a greyhound owner himself. Uh, you got to go back into the late seventies, but he he had a top class player called Playfield Royal, who was in the kennels of famous English trainer Gordon Hobson, and uh, you know what what the Duke of Edinburgh actually did? He said all prize money that was ever earned by Playfield Royal was done donated to the National Playing Fields Association, which was one of the Duke's favourite charities. And uh, there's actually, uh, it's actually been documented that the, the Queen, yeah, who obviously loves thoroughbreds, we all know about that, but she also accompanied Prince Philip to watch the Greyhound Racings at Hove, the seaside resort in East Essex, uh, back in 1962. So maybe before she got into the thoroughbreds and uh, and those wonderful royal days at Ascot, she was a, she was a dog lover as well. So uh, Prince certainly was. So it's a, yeah, quirky little story that's come out since his sad passing last week. That's that's unbelievable, um, and it just shows how much this sport transcends. Uh, you know, I've often said that about greyhound racing. You've got every single spectrum of society uh, involved. As uh, as Bart Cummings uh, famously once said, on a racetrack, everyone's equal. Yeah, be yep. it princes or paupers. Exactly right, Mick. Uh, what have you got? Have you got any best bets for us? Anything we can back? Mate, well, let's uh, we'll go to Maitland first, yeah, because obviously those cup heats are on tonight, and uh, and our experts have come up with one there. They reckon race ten, which is a heat of the Maitland Cup, dog called Aston Zodiac number two. 
Dog's a really fast beginner, and that's that's what you do want in greyhound racing. Obviously, he uh, clocked a really fast time over the shorter 400 to prepare for the Maitland Cup series. Uh, we just think that the way the the, uh, the race does map out, that Aston Zodiac will be jumping to the front, they won't be getting around it. So it's, uh, as I said, that's race 10 at Maitland, number two, and there's one at Dapto tonight too. Uh, very handy uh, up-and-coming stayer called Sound of Silence. It's in race seven. It's number three. Uh, this is a pretty smart dog and uh, could be a, a stayer of the future if it can step up from middle distance to distance. It's going around over the 600 tonight and it should be winning. So it's race seven, number three, Sound of Silence. Beautiful, Mick. Uh, talk to you next Thursday and uh, look forward to the weekend's racing and also tonight at Maitland. Likewise, Dave. Good punting, mate.